Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the drama in Congress to avert a financial crisis as the House votes on a crucial deal to avoid a default on the nation's debt. So why are so many Democrats and Republicans blasting the bill? Here are tonight's headlines. I think things are going as planned, God willing. What's in the bill and what happens next? We're going to pass the largest cut in American history. The Gulf Coast braces for severe weather at the start of hurricane season. It's going to bring a lot of rain to Florida. Breaking news, prosecutors have a recording of former President Trump saying he has a classified document about Iran in his possession. Could it lead to criminal charges? The Republican presidential field is descending on Iowa this week, led by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. We have no choice but to get this one right. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie will announce his 2024 White House bid next Tuesday. A South Carolina store owner charged with murder. He allegedly shot a 14-year-old boy he wrongly accused of shoplifting. That king may not have mattered to them, but he damn sure mattered to us. Rising mortgage rates are wreaking havoc on the housing market. We've got tips for buyers and sellers. And our series, Honoring Our Heroes. Meet one veteran who changed the face of Army diving. I stayed in Army diving and put up with everything that I put up with for one reason. I loved it. I loved diving. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. And we begin with the big story here in Washington with Congress racing against a deadline to stop what could be disastrous consequences for the U.S. economy. The current debt is $31.8 
trillion dollars and counting. This bipartisan deal allows the U.S. government to spend more money and pay its bills. Speaker Kevin McCarthy is trying to wrangle votes as angry Freedom Caucus members threaten his leadership position. Several hardline conservatives say they will vote no on the bill after feeling betrayed by the agreement made with President Biden. On the other side of the aisle, a number of liberal Democrats have come out against the bill. CBS Scott McFarland is monitoring the high-stakes vote and will start us off tonight from Capitol Hill. Good evening, Scott. Nora, it's a cliffhanger vote tonight with last-minute negotiations behind the scenes and some vocal protests on the U.S. House floor. Racing toward the June 5th deadline and trying to avert a potentially cataclysmic default on America's debt, the House Speaker gave his deal a final push. Is this a compromise or a victory? It's a victory. A victory for the American people. It's the largest cut that Congress has ever voted for. He and President Biden expected they'd need dozens of Democrats to join Republicans to get it passed. I think things are going as planned, God willing. The agreement raises the debt ceiling until January 2025. It caps some federal spending, it claws back money from the IRS, it tightens eligibility for food stamp programs, and loosens some environmental rules. This bill is at least a step in the right direction. A majority appeared poised to pass the bill, even with a revolt from hardline conservatives who said it didn't cut enough spending. My beef is that you cut a deal that shouldn't have been cut. And some progressive Democrats argued it cuts money from the most needy. We should not be making trade-offs between which vulnerable population gets to eat. The bill would go next to the U.S. Senate. We have no margin, no margin for error. Where leaders hope to move quickly, despite a group of mostly Republican opponents. Are you a firm no? Absolutely. Well, I am a no. Are you trying to galvanize others to say no? Yes, I am. But at the end of the day, there's no way I can pass this much uh, debt onto my grandchildren. One of the deal's biggest critics, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, tells CBS News he won't slow down the vote with any parliamentary procedures as that Monday deadline quickly approaches. Nora? Scott McFarlane with all the new details. Thank you. Well, tonight, a potential tropical system is forming in the Gulf of Mexico and could become a named storm by the weekend as it nears Florida. For details, let's bring in meteorologist Alex Wilson from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Alex. Good evening, Nora. Atlantic hurricane season kicks off on June 1st. Already something to watch, though. Low risk that this develops into a tropical system. With that said, impactful weather coming to Florida as the east side of this system will be especially wet. But two-day development area here over the Gulf of Mexico. Moisture being steered into Florida. That's going to keep things stormy. Heavy downpours uh, likely across the central southern part of the state. And with that coverage of thunderstorms going up, we've also got to watch for flash flooding for some of those metro areas in particular. Rain showers, dangerous rip currents also likely at the beaches into North Florida and our southeast beaches. Ridge of high pressure building in across the east. That's going to allow the temperatures to really warm up. Talking above average temperatures, in fact, even record-setting heat. Many areas, Nora, into the 80s and 90s. Alex Wilson, thank you. Wildfires burning in eastern Canada are causing dangerous air quality conditions for millions of Americans from New England all the way down to Washington, D.C. Smoke and ash from the fires in Halifax, Nova Scotia, are creating a cloudy haze and prompting health alerts. In Canada, the fire threat was forced, has forced at least 18,000 people from their homes. 
Now to some breaking news. CBS News has confirmed that special counsel Jack Smith and his team of investigators have obtained an audio tape of former President Donald Trump discussing a classified document that he held on to after leaving the White House. CBS's Catherine Harridge reports the item being discussed involved a potential attack on Iran. Today, new revelations that may create more legal exposure for the former president. Two sources familiar with the matter confirmed to CBS News, as first reported by CNN, that special counsel investigators leading the Mar-a-Lago documents case possess an audio tape from a 2021 meeting where former President Trump acknowledges he held onto a classified Pentagon document after he left the White House. The existence of the tape was first reported by CNN. The sources said Trump acknowledges there are national security restrictions on the memo that detailed potential plans to attack Iran. One source said that Trump stated he should have declassified the record before leaving the White House, apparently contradicting his earlier claims that he had done nothing wrong. I took the documents I'm allowed to. The sources said it's not clear from the audio recording whether Trump had the sensitive memo at the time or was simply describing it for at least three other people during the meeting at his Bedminster, New Jersey club. In his autobiography, Trump's former chief of staff appears to describe the meeting where Trump recalls a four-page report that called for deploying a massive number of troops to Iran. The former president's spokesman called the new reporting leaks from radical partisans behind his political persecution. The special counsel declined to comment, but there are indications that his investigation into Trump's handling of classified documents may be in its final stages. Nora. Interesting development. Catherine Harridge, thank you. Let's turn now to the presidential campaign of 2024. Ron DeSantis is taking Iowa by storm, kicking off his bid for the White House with five stops in 24 hours. By his side, his wife, a key part of the campaign. And as CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports, the Hawkeye State knows the Florida governor's name, but now he's trying to make his case. At multiple stops across Iowa today, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis had a message for Republican voters. It's time to try something new. Leadership is not about entertainment. It's not about the give and take of the daily news cycle. It's not about building a brand. It's not about virtue signaling. Leadership at the end of the day is about producing results. By his side throughout this trip, his wife, mother of their three kids, Casey DeSantis. The 42-year-old former local talk show host and breast cancer survivor is a key advisor expected to play a large role in the campaign. He's standing up for the right things, but you know what? He doesn't change. He doesn't cower. He never takes the path of least resistance. He always stands up for what's right. Most Iowans remain undecided, but those we spoke to were familiar with his record as governor, thanks to several moves that garnered national attention. New laws restricting access to abortion, expanding gun rights, and the so-called don't say gay law that prompted a fight with Disney. I like DeSantis' policies based on what he's done for Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis is, has put action to words. With a massive campaign war chest and a super PAC already knocking on thousands of Iowa doors, DeSantis is working to cut into former President Donald Trump's sizable lead. Rob DeSanctimonious and his poll numbers are dropping like a rock. But for the first time, DeSantis is explicitly taking on Trump. I think our voters are looking at this and they say, you know, yeah, we appreciate what he did, but we also recognize there are a lot of voters just aren't going to ever vote for him. We just have to accept that. I know people in Florida who voted against me in 18, who voted for me in 22. And they said, well, you know, in 18, I thought you were too much like him. 22, you're your own guy. We're going to do it. 
But the GOP field is set to grow even more crowded next week when two more contenders, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and former Vice President Mike Pence, are set to formally launch their campaigns. Late today, DeSantis told our CBS station in Des Moines he's not really paying much attention to who else may be joining the race. Nora? Ed O'Keefe in the great state of Iowa. Thank you. Well, tensions are high tonight in Columbia, South Carolina, following the shooting death of a 14-year-old boy who was falsely accused of shoplifting. The gas station owner, who has a history of confrontations with customers, has been charged with murder. CBS's Nicole Skanga reports the community is fed up with yet another senseless loss of life. Mourners protested outside this convenience store in Columbia, South Carolina, to remember 14-year-old Cyrus Carmack Belton, who was shot and killed the night before by the store owner. Hours later, rioters broke in, smashing merchandise and toppling shelves, angry over the loss of another young black life. It was nothing but looting, just plain, pure looting. And what does that got to do with that 14-year-old? According to the sheriff, on Sunday night, Belton took water bottles from a cooler before putting them back. The store's owner, 58-year-old Rick Chow, thought he was stealing. After they argued, Belton left and was chased down the street by Chow and his son. Then Chow observed what looked to be a firearm, pulled out his Glock and fired one shot, hitting the 14-year-old in his back, piercing his heart. The boy's gun was found at the scene. We believe he had a gun, but we don't believe he pointed at him, and that's the, the key to it. Chow is now being held on one charge of murder. The sheriff says the store owner has a history of incidents involving customers, including a shooting in 2018, which was deemed self-defense and for which Chow was not charged. Nada Rutherford is not only the coroner who witnessed Belton's autopsy, but a community member and mother. It is exhausting to see young black men being killed. It's, it's exhausting to see any person being killed uh, with gun violence. Behind me, the gas station now boarded up the 14-year-old's first name, Cyrus, spray-painted on its walls. Now, Belton graduated from the eighth grade just last week. His school principal describes him as full of light and humor. Nora? Nicole Skanga, thank you. Tonight, five people are still unaccounted for after Sunday's partial collapse of an apartment building in Davenport, Iowa. The owner and management team of the century-old building released a statement today offering, quote, thoughts and prayers to their tenants. The owner was previously hit with fines for failing to keep the building safe. Protesters are demanding that demolition be held off until everyone is accounted for. Home buyers across the country have been feeling the pinch when it comes to rising mortgage rates. The average 30-year mortgage is approaching 7%. That's nearly two points higher than a year ago, and it's more than double from two years ago during the low point of the pandemic. In tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Carter Evans and Mark Strassman report higher rates have led to two very different housing markets. Cole and Chrissy Robinson are finally unpacking after a daunting search for a house in Silicon Valley. What was it like shopping for a home in this market? There were 15 other offers on this house. So you really went to battle? Yes. We did. Home prices here have seen some of the steepest declines in the nation, and it's drawing in buyers despite higher mortgage rates, according to real estate agent Kelly Dipple. There's more buyers than available homes. Why are there so few houses on the market? People that have locked in these low interest rates, are they really going to want to sell their house and buy something else for close to 7%? They're going to hang on. 
This four-bed, two-and-a-half bath in San Jose is listed for one-and-a-half million, still an eye-popping number for most of the country. Is that a deal? Yeah. I would say this is priced competitively. California home prices jumped during the pandemic, but now with tech layoffs and remote work, they've declined as some here choose to move east to more affordable states, driving up home prices there. My colleague Mark Strassman is in Florida. Here in Orlando, a seller's market. Home prices keep rising because inventory, available houses for sale, keeps falling. We'll go through the kitchen. Avil Ramirez, a luckless home shopper in Orlando, his hometown. I'm looking basically an hour out into cities and towns that I don't even know about. In Orlando's Orange and Seminole counties, the median home price, almost $432,000, a 24% spike in two years. Advice to buyers, prepare to settle for less than your dream home. Bring cash offers and close quickly. How quickly can you sell a house? We're seeing them gone within three to five days. On two different coasts, homes for sale sit on a lot of frustration. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Orlando. Now to a drive to make the nation's roadways safer. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is proposing a new rule that would require automatic emergency brakes on all new passenger cars and light trucks. Now, the new rule would require vehicles to be able to stop to avoid a crash at speeds of up to 62 miles per hour. The agency estimates that the role would save at least 360 lives a year and reduce injuries by at least 24,000 annually. If passed, it would take up to three years to implement. One airline is now putting passengers on a scale and weighing them before takeoff. We'll explain why next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. A large fire broke out today at a recycling business in Mesa, Arizona. The burning mulch is sending black smoke billowing into the sky. Firefighters have been working in 90-degree heat all day to try and get it under control. Passengers flying Air New Zealand are now undergoing personal weight checks. That's right. The airline over the next few weeks is having international travels step on a scale so it can determine an average passenger weight. The airline says the information is being recorded anonymously, kept private, and only being used to help improve fuel efficiency. I wonder whether everybody's agreeing to it. 
The accolades keep piling up for Dolly Parton. We'll tell you about the country queen's latest batch of honors next. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Newly released police video shows a wild crash involving a high-flying car. It happened last week on a highway in Georgia. A 21-year-old Florida woman launched her car off the ramp of a flatbed tow truck. Take another look. The car flies through the air, flips on its side, and clips another car before skidding to a stop. Police say the woman survived, but she was seriously hurt. Country music legend Dolly Parton has just added three more Guinness World Records to her ever-growing list of accomplishments. Her 65 albums are the most ever released by a female country artist. She now has the longest span of number one hit albums at more than 43 years and counting and the most top 10 entries on the country albums chart. Dolly Parton now holds 10 world records. In a statement, she thanked her fans for allowing her to enjoy such a long career. We just love Dolly. Honoring our heroes is next with an army deep sea diver who battled sexism and racism on her way to make history. Finally tonight, meet the military's first black female deep sea diver who went to greater heights and depths than anyone could have imagined. CBS's Elise Preston has our continuing series, Honoring Our Heroes. Well, that would be me. A remarkable moment in the remarkable life of Andrea Motley Crabtree. I was happy to be there, happy to be in that suit. Inspired by her father and grandfather, both veterans. I always wanted to be in the military, but a lot of people didn't think the military was a good thing for women. In 1982, she became the Army's first woman deep-sea diver, but the now-retired Master Sergeant battled racism and sexism throughout her journey. I was Army, going to a predominantly Navy environment. I'm female, to a predominantly male environment. I'm black, to a predominantly white environment. And this guy, he looked at me and he says, you shouldn't be here. You should be home barefoot and pregnant. Others told her she wouldn't make it. I stayed in Army diving and put up with everything that I put up with for one reason. I loved it. I love diving. <laughs> a love she now shares with her three sons. Right now I'm outside the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Proof her place in history now has an even bigger stage. It's incredible. Um, 
I'm almost speechless. And I do it all over again. Elise Preston, CBS News. A remarkable piece of our history. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.